Oh, well, I guess I recently went down to St. George um, to get Alex's birth certificate so that he can get a passport so we can go on our honeymoon. Where are you guys going on your honeymoon? We're going to the Bahamas for nine days. We're going to go go swimming with pigs. That's so fun. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. Dude, we both got our wedding dresses recently. Yeah. Yep. We're excited about that. I'm not doing my honeymoon for like a year after our wedding. Yeah, we're going like, to like a one year anniversary type thing. Yeah. Because we kind of want to have like a big fancy honeymoon. Honeymoon? Honeymoon. Honeymoon. But we also want to have like a bigger wedding. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, if we do the wedding and then we give ourselves a year to like save up for the honeymoon, we'll be able to do it better. Yeah. So that's our plan. Um, okay. Are you ready to get going? Absolutely, I am. Okay. Well, hi, guys. Welcome to Baddies on Blast. My name is Charlie. I'm here with Aurelia this week, and we are doing the part two episode to, like, the Ask Reddit type vibe. What did I name it? <laughs> Ask Baddies? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm a, I this thought it was is, called Cody's Podcast. That was Cody's <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> He is the main character. Dude, <laughs> the clip at my the clip at the end of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom heard it and then called me and was like, Cody needs to wash his mouth out with soap. The hard about the hardest part about my week. My dick. <laughs> it's so funny. It was really funny. And he was like, You're cutting all of that out anyways. And I was like, no, not I'm cutting not. that gem out. That was funny. Uh-huh. I'll put it at the end so less people hear it. And now I'm on the other episode talking about it at the, very, the very beginning. beginning. It was so funny. So funny. It was really funny. Okay. So this week I have questions from the boys to us. And then we're going to do the same questions, but our takes on them. Okay. Um. Okay. So let's get into it. The stories shared on this podcast come straight from personal viewpoints and experiences. To protect everyone's privacy, we may change a few names based on the story. That being said, we do try to be as authentic as possible. So, questions from the boys. Do you think it's good if a man knows how to fight? Simple answer, yes. I think it's good if anyone knows how to. Um, Better answer, um, depends. Is he trying to fight people? Is he at a bar getting drunk trying to start a fight? If someone says something that gets under their skin a little, does that mean that they want to go fight? No, I I think knowing how to fight, knowing how to defend yourself, knowing how to you know, especially if you enjoy like boxing or something, taking like boxing classes or martial arts classes or something is, is fun. Sorry, my dog is like whining. Hello. Do you want to say hi? Hello. Robin, say hello. I hope that comes across. <laughs> no, don't. No, 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 Anyway. I was so scared he was going to, like, crush my laptop. I was like, no! Anything but that. Um, anyway, so my point is, is, like, I think it's good to know how to fight, but I don't think it's good to be a fighter. Yeah. What are your, what are your thoughts? I agree with that. All I can hear is rolling. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. I agree with that sentiment pretty heavily. Um, I will say, actually, I have a story. Okay, wait, hold up. I take back everything I said. No, I think no man should know how to fight and all women should. (laughs) That would solve so many problems. It really would. It really, really would. Because like, men are already more physically inclined. Right. Like they're, they're bigger built, right? Their physique is already stronger. If you were to put 
a man that weighs 150 pounds next to a woman that weighs 150 pounds and neither of them worked out a day in their life, the man would be stronger. It's just a biological fact. Yeah. Now, I have to say, the question is, why does he know to fight? Because if it's because it makes him feel like more of a man, that's stupid. Mm. I take that back. Because that comes across weird. Story time. My ex, when we were like first officially dating, specifically picked a fight with someone just so he could say he had been in a fight and it made him feel alpha. Yes, Manly. like an alpha male, right? Now he got his ass whooped. <laughs> like absolutely. And someone has it on video. There were people like filming the fight. He like specifically insulted this guy who was bigger than him and had been in more fights than him. And like was like trying to pick a fight and was like, prove it, you know? Sorry, sidetrack. Have you ever seen Letter Kenny? No. You have to watch it. There's like a whole episode where he this guy, it's like a farmer, Hicktown, whatever. And he is known as the best fighter in town, but he stopped fighting for I think a girl. And then the girl ended things with him and he, he's like, "All right, well, I got to start fighting again." And he's so funny. He he fights them all and he wins, but he's also throwing the softest birthday party ever for his brother. So there's like unicorn, like, <laughs> um, what are they called? Um, where you like hit them? Pinatas. Pinatas. There's like girly mixed drinks. There's like, they have the birthday hats and he like pulls off the hat, picks a fight. And then everyone like joins the fight, like joins the party after even the guys who fought. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. It's a show that you'd love. I'm sure I would. Because it's a Canadian one, right? Uh-huh. So well, I'm sh- not sure. I think so. I think Maybe. Letter Kenny is Canadian. Um, Shit's Creek is too. Oh. Yeah. It's a good, yeah. Good shows. Yeah. Anyway, back to your story. Back he to my story. got absolutely wrecked. Yeah. And then he comes back and he's like crying. And he's like, they kicked my ass. And I had to, like, go sit in him with a stairwell. <laughs> Be like, are you okay? And then he, like, <laughs> his mom came to pick him up. It was so embarrassing. I was like, bro, he's an idiot. <laughs> like, who picks a fight with someone that's already obviously larger than you, more experienced than you? Like, what? I I don't know. I don't get it. So... My my thought is is like if a man is fighting like jujitsu or boxing at like an actual place just because I mean imagine someone who knows jujitsu ju- ju- I can't say jujitsu thank you who knows that in a bedroom um are we ready for the next question yeah okay ooh I like this one. How would you like to be approached by a man so it doesn't come off annoying or weird or, you know, creepy? Um, that's a really, really good question. Give me a sec. I got to think, but I'm going to talk while I think so that there's not another two-minute section of complete and utter silence. You know what's funny? Huh? I cut those sections of silence down to... <laughs> You did? I did. I cropped them. I was listening to that episode and I was like, I kept having to check my phone was it to see if one? it was paused. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Okay. Um, first and foremost, I don't think it really matters how you approach a woman. I mean, it, it does. There are definitely things not to say, but especially like if your intentions are normal. And you're not like, <laughs> I'm just here to like get your number and slide in your DMs because I want to see that ass, you know? <laughs> if if it's not something super cringy and weird, you can just like approach someone and be like, oh my God, like, I think you're so pretty. 
I love your style. I love your fit. Like, I want to get to know you. Like, whatever. I think what really turns women away is when they say no and you don't leave. That is scary. That sends alarm signals. That is off-putting. It's annoying. It's and and like I said, it can be really scary. So I think the approach isn't the crucial part. It's the way that you exit that really matters. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think like the way you carry yourself, like it's kind of hard to describe. If you come up very like douchey, mm-hmm. you know, women are going to be like, mm not really interested in that right Mm -hmm. and a lot of times women are afraid to say no Mm -hmm. because they don't want to come off as a bitch they don't want to like upset the man and have him have a negative reaction especially because as women we are smaller right we are naturally smaller and less physically strong Now, is that necessarily true for all cases? No. I had to think of the word. (laughs) Is that true for all cases? No. But generally speaking, we are smaller. We're naturally shorter, right? We're naturally less physically strong, right? Um, And so a lot of times if a man approaches you, you're afraid to be like, no, I'm not interested because of what if he gets mad, right? Um, so again, it's just you have to be respectful of her. And if she's like, yeah, here's my number. I'm, I'm interested in talking to you. Great. If she's like, haha, thanks, and like puts her headphones back in, that's a no. That's a no. That's a no. And you kind of have to be better at reading <laughs> social situations and cues Mm -hmm. to pick up on that um and it takes practice i i think along with that there's like a way to approach someone so like you confidence is key a lot of times but there's the difference between confident and egotistical yeah you know you can approach someone with your head held high your shoulders back and be like I, I don't know, throw out whatever compliment or whatever. But, like, if if you are sauntering, that's a no. If you're quivering in your little boots, that's also probably a no. There's, like, a line of confidence that is attractive. Um, but you want to walk that line carefully. And, and along with that, what Charlie said, be respectful. You know, if she's not interested, okay, she could be in a relationship. You could not be your type. There's a lot of things that are whatever, but like, again, the exit, the, well, you're just a prude or whatever. And, and same with what you were saying, like some women are scared to say no and may give you their number. Um, sure. Text them once or twice, but if they don't answer, that's a no. If they're giving one word answers, that's a no. Yeah. You know, there's there's a line of of what's appropriate and what's not. And I think it's not the case for everyone, but a lot of men need to take a hint, I guess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of and need to learn those social cues better because they think that women want you to push and they want the chase, which is true for some, but not most. Yeah. I have met very few women who actually want to be chased, you know? Now, I mean, I'm guilty of liking to chase men, though. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of like that. Ooh, I can fix him. I can change him. And I'm not like that anymore, but I'm not proud to admit that I was absolutely like that when I was, like, 
first out of my parents' house. Um, one more thing I want to add add on to this question is I it bothers me when well it doesn't bother me, but like I when I was single, I liked to be approached. I liked the compliments. I liked the ego boost. I I liked feeling attractive and wanted. Um, so like being approached, it doesn't matter who you are. I still, even if I'm not interested, I appreciate the compliment. I appreciate the interest, even if that feeling isn't mutual. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say, I firmly believe there is someone out there for everyone, right? So why would you waste your time trying to chase someone that clearly isn't interested when there is going to be someone out there that is, you know? And like, I get it. Sometimes you're just very interested and you really want them to be interested. But like the end all be all is just not everyone's going to be interested in you. And that's not an insult. That's just a fact of life, you know, that we all have to kind of learn how to accept and adapt from. Agreed. Anything else to add? No, I think that's everything. Is it time for Reddit questions? It sure is. Okay. What are some unethical but legal ways to make good money? Uh, you're going to have to go first on this one because this is all. I don't know. <laughs> first thing that comes to mind for me, women that do like panty deals <gasps> or like selling shoes, right? Because there's people that will pay for you to go buy like a $20 pair of shoes and wear them to a to a gym for like a week straight and then sell them your sweaty shoes. And that feels a little unethical. Feels like maybe we are taking advantage. But it's legal. It's a really good way to make really good money. You can sell shoes like that for like a couple hundred bucks. Okay. That that yeah. I, I I agree with that. And that is like so broad. Have you ever heard of cash cows? No, cash pigs. No. Um, basically, there are men and women who are wealthy who like to be talked down to and used for their money. So all you have to do is mes- message them and be like, all you're good for is your money. Like Venmo me 50 bucks. You dirty little piece of whatever and and they'll send you money and that is something that turns them on and that they like (laughs) you don't have to you don't have to be sexually involved in any way shape or form you can but you don't have to you can just literally message people and be like you disgust me give me your money (laughs) (laughs) the amount of the amount of times that i've been like Mm, maybe I should, you know, like hop on that little bandwagon. <laughs> but but I'm in a relationship and I don't know how well that would Yo. bode. Yeah. How how much my fiance would appreciate me shit talking people for their money. <laughs> <laughs> I have considered selling feet, feet pictures, getting on Feet Finder. Uh-huh. And being like, them's my toesies. Give me money. Um. Okay, I got to think of other things. Okay, you know those. This is one of those things that you have to have money to start off. Um, but I think. Okay, uh, sidetrack. Um, being absolutely a horrible person on the internet and get people to hate you. So that you get views and comments and publicity and get money via TikTok, Instagram by being a horrendous person. Um, that's unethical. And you can make a lot of money doing that. Yeah. Are we ready for the next one? Yes. Okay. This one is titled, What Punishment Would You Wish Upon Your Worst Enemies? I, okay. 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 I am very petty. I've heard the top comments from the last episode and I agree with like seeing themselves for how they truly are, but I'm a little petty. I want 
their phone charger to only charge at a certain angle. <laughs> I would like their their cereal to get too soggy too fast. I would like for both sides of their pillow to be warm. I would like for their gas tank to run low at inconvenient times. You know, just those minor inconveniences, constant, constant minor inconveniences that drives them to the edge of insanity. I... (laughs) I... I don't know. I I hope that with all these minor inconveniences, they no longer have time to... Well, no, honestly, they'd probably lash out at people more frequently because of how frustrated they constantly are, which isn't what I want. But I would like for those minor inconveniences to take an A-listing, like, like take... What is it called? Like, front... To take a majority of their time is put into these inconveniences. I like that. Minor inconveniences that are, like, fairly harmless, but still a pain in the butt. Exactly. Like, I'd like for them to hit their snooze button on their alarm and accidentally turn it off. You know, things like that. (laughs) I love that. I want to bounce off the one that says the ability to see themselves as they truly are. Screw that. I don't want that. I want everyone in their lives to start seeing them as they truly are. Yeah. Yeah. To start everyone around them to just start realizing, wow, you suck. You're horrible. Mm -hmm. And then just slowly for them to lose everyone. all support. That would kind of force them to change. Yeah. Yeah. So either they they change or they are alone forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Let's see. Were there any other funny ones in the comments here? Incurable herpes. <laughs> um, to forever get into relationships with people who are just like them to see how bad it is to tolerate themselves. Oh, yes. I love that. Um. Total empathy e- empathy for everyone they ever wronged. I want them to feel like or to feel what they've done to think how Angel was cursed on Buffy. I, I have never watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so I don't know. Intermittent explosive diarrhea. <laughs> no warning symptoms, just bam. With frequent <laughs> sneezing. With frequent sneezing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I want them to have to sneeze every single time they've just barely put a tampon in. Oh. And then it's instantly just like lodged a little weird, a yeah. little uncomfortably. Yeah. Um for for the only time they ever get nauseous when they're on the sh- when they're taking a shit. So <laughs> <laughs> Again, minor inconveniences but constant Constant minor inconveniences. To only ever get nauseous when they're on like a long car drive. Oh, to only ever need to shit when they can't unlock the front door. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just constantly always waking up with a sore throat. Uh Always feeling just like a little physically horrible, like not enough to go to the doctor, but enough to be like, I feel like trash not necessarily have a migraine but that feeling that a migraine is coming on oh that would be a good one wow we are really petty people (laughs) cody was like i don't know i just hope that everyone's happy i'm like i want them all to always feel horrible suffer (laughs) may every sock they wear be eternally damp (laughs) just enough to be uncomfortable but never soaking enough to justify changing (laughs) For them to always be sweaty, even if it doesn't smell bad, like their armpits just sweat, their feet are sweaty. Like, I don't know. It doesn't necessarily have to smell bad, but it has to be uncomfortable. Chafing. I hope they chafe. I hope they only ever have gas 
in like public settings, public set, like either like a big meeting or like a one-on-one, like first date. And it's always super loud and super stinky and uncontrollable. (laughs) Um, anyways, are we ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. What are some questions that you should ask someone before getting into a serious relationship? Okay. So this one, I know you guys talked about earlier, um, talking about kids, talking about religion, talking about parenting styles and like if you'd want your kid to go to public or private school or homeschooled, um, talking about how you want to do finances, super important. Um, whether you're going to keep it separate, whether you're going to combine it, whether you're going like, like saving goals and just goals in general. Um, yeah. Things you want for your future, places you would want to live, just things that like communicating things that you want for yourself to see whether or not they align and how much you're willing to adjust that for the other person. Yeah, I agree with that. I think another really important one is to ask um, what if they do want kids and a you and you do want kids. Another really important one to discuss is what your expectations would be for family after you've had a child. Do they want their parent in the birthing room? Do you want your parent in the birthing room? Do you want just you two in the birthing room? Now, are you going to allow people from your family into your hospital room or are you going to say kindly wait until we get home? Or are you going to say kindly wait until a week after so that we have time to recoup? Mm-hmm. Like things like that where you don't really think about it until it's actually come up, like you're actually like going to have a baby. But I feel like those things need to be addressed so that you know what to expect when you do have a baby, right? Because there are going to be some people that are like, no, it is absolutely non-negotiable that my mom is in the birthing room. And you're like, okay, well, it was absolutely non-negotiable that no one watched me give birth because I don't want people to see me pushing a watermelon out of my vagina. Yeah. Um, I think kind of, what was it? Um, a lot, well, it's not necessarily a question you ask. It's just experiences I think you need to need. Yeah. Like you need to have before marriage or before the relationship becomes not necessarily committed. Cause I think you can be in a committed relationship without knowing these things and you kind of learn them throughout, but before getting married, definitely, or before moving in with each other, um, just how you handle conflict, whether you need space whether you need to talk it out in the moment, whether you're a yeller or someone who gets closed off, um, whether or not you hold grudges versus let things go pretty quickly, or if you need to sit in your anger for a few minutes and then can process it yourself. You know, conflict is always going to happen in a relationship. And being able to understand how the other person reacts or responds, how you react and respond, and whether or not that's compatible is crucial. Yeah. I like that. Um, <laughs> That one's funny. Do you have cooties? <laughs> um, Are you a serial killer? Are you a serial killer? This one's like actually really good. It's like, when's the last time you were late getting somewhere? When's the last time you had your car serviced? Like small things that you don't really think about but are Mm -hmm. kind of important if you're like thinking about starting a life with someone yeah um oh i think it's really telling how people talk about their exes continue um and not necessarily just singular exes right yeah but like let's say you went on a date with a guy And he's like, oh, yeah, my last ex was crazy. And the ex before that, crazy. And the ex before that, crazy. I only date crazy women. Pretty much, right? And he's like, I'm hoping you're different. And you're, like, sitting on the first date and you're like, A, are you trauma dumping? B, it feels like, it feels like 
there's a common denominator here and it's not all the crazy women you've dated. I'm assuming you're the crazy one. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like, and, and along with that, like, I don't doubt that some people have dated some crazy people. I've dated a crazy person. Me too. Maybe some. I've also been the crazy person someone has dated. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at the at the same time, like, if you can't back up your claims with experiences, then there is something that I'm missing that needs to be discussed. You know what I mean? Because, sure, like, you can say your ex is crazy and maybe she was. Maybe she put dog shit in your shoe. Sugar <laughs> in your gas tank. You know? But... Unless you can tell them what they did, unless you can explain, no, like seriously, like she was off her meds, <laughs> then, yeah. then I, I don't know how much to put into what you're saying. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of it too is like when they talk about, oh, this ex and the ex before and the ex before. And All you're like, I'm bizarre. seeing a pattern. And I'm pretty sure I'm about to be your next crazy ex. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Okay, next question. If you could telepathically tell everyone in the world a single phrase, what would it be? You go first. I think I would want like air raid sirens or something. <laughs> but like, I would want it to be like obviously in your head. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, everyone hears it maybe a, at different times. Yeah. Or, like, to the to the point where, like, you know when, like, you're thinking to yourself and you can kind of hear the voice talking? Mm hmm But you know it's not out loud. It's just in your head. Wee-woo, wee-woo, wee-woo. <laughs> I think that would be funny. Um, I think mine would be, like, a subtle threat. And it would be Venmo this person a single dollar or else something bad will happen. <laughs> <laughs> you get everyone to Venmo you a dollar and now you have eight billion dollars. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh, speaking of the unethical ways, unethical legal ways to make money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. It would be... I, I don't know what it would be. I can't think of anything really good. This comment says it's pronounced jawed. <laughs> and just watch the chaos. I don't get it. Instead of God. Oh, it's it's pronounced jawed. <laughs> that would be really funny. That's Never gonna one. give you up. Never gonna <laughs> give you up. They just go off and they're all saying it. Oh. Um. I had a good one. It's gone. Oh, has this happened before? Has this happened before? Just give everyone deja vu. I would love to be like, quit your shit. <laughs> Knock it off. Well, that's rude of you to think. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, I love them so much. They're gorgeous. That's rude of you to think. <laughs> oh, next one. Mm-hmm. We're, like, just cruising through these, my dude. What is the best way to deal with a breakup? Um, Depends. Is it a fresh breakup? Like, did it just happen? Or is it a week or two after? Because here's my thought. Day of, grab yourself some ice cream. Be in your room. Be sad. Sit in those feelings. Watch something that'll make you cry. And just be sad. Now, if... It's something that you're having a hard time getting over and it's been a while. Um, get support from your friends and close people who are close to you. Um, rediscover who you are. I know that after my last breakup, I it was kind of immediate how much I felt like myself again. Um, but if it was a relationship that made you really, really happy and it ended or you felt betrayed or whatever – being able to sit in those sad feelings and then be able to 
be you again like i don't know get a hobby go on a hike and <laughs> grow a pair <laughs> i i don't know but like being able to be with people who are close to you and who support you and do something that you enjoy joke answer shots 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 get trashed get swifty (laughs) get swifty with it (laughs) um real answer i agree with you get a hobby talk to your friends talk a lot of shit about your ex there's something so cathartic about being like okay but the way that he showered the way that he folded towels like what was what was i thinking his haircut was terrible you know what i mean there is something so cathartic about talking trash in an intimate setting mm-hmm. that just will make you feel so much better. Also, um, block, delete, don't talk to them, don't try to be friends with them, at least for a significant amount of time. Um, like, sure, I get that some people are really close friends with their exes. I don't get that. I don't think I'll ever get that. But if if that's the route that you want to go, you need to give yourself time to heal first and get over them first. And if you're talking shit, especially, never, ever, ever get back together with them. Yeah. Nobody wants to be someone who supports you and talks trash with you just to see you get back with them. Yeah. Um, Coming from personal experience, I will never, ever, ever try to be friends with an ex again. I tried to be friends with my ex. It ended horribly. And I've even told Cody point blank that... If we ever break up, that is it. There is no second chances. There is no, we're going to be friends after we break up. We will be done. Because once you decide it's time to be done, it's just time to be done. It's time to take a step back. And, you know, Mm -hmm. there are 8 billion people in the world. You don't need to be going back and forth with the same one. Agreed. Um. Okay. Any other thoughts? Mm -mm. Okay. Let's do the next one. What is the least helpful thing you can say to someone having a breakdown? Calm down. Other people have it worse. I don't know why you're putting this on me. (laughs) I I would never open up to that person again. You're being dramatic. Yeah. Grow a pair. Man up. Don't be a pussy. You're overreacting. You're prettier if you smile. <laughs> Bro, you're <laughs> I mean, I mean, depending on the person, I feel like this could be a comedic break, but you're an ugly crier. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh sometimes people who are are having a breakdown need to feel something else. And if they think it's funny or if they get angry, then at least they aren't breaking down they can channel that energy somewhere else whether it's to laugh or to be like you're an asshole (laughs) just to like snap them out of it for a second yeah i cannot tell you how many times i've roasted myself while having a panic attack i'm literally like sobbing and i'm like wow you little pussy ass bitch you can't even like get your shit together and stand up (laughs) that's something i used to do as a kid and it's really sad every (laughs) every time i'd cry i'd go to the mirror and watch myself cry and be like oh my god you're ugly i used to go (laughs) in high school i used to go to the bathroom and cry in the stall and like take selfies of myself crying just so i could look at them and be like you're so dumb of course you did of course you um, this week on what Aurelia and Charlie do not handle well, it's breakdowns. Um, <laughs> next one? Yeah. Okay. What's the weirdest thing you have Googled out of curiosity? Bridget the Midget. What? Um, it's a little person porn star. <laughs> who only does porn with black men. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> that and also also the uh two girls one cup. Um the the guy who gets um it in the butt by a horse. 
who ended up dying because it ruined his intestines. <laughs> uh, those are definitely some weird things I've looked up. Sorry, not sorry. Aurelius looked up a lot of porn. Wow. But but not but not like porn porn. Like porn porn is not my thing. But porn that leaves me scarred and and I have what? and I have horrid dreams of. <laughs> I I don't know why I do that to myself, but I do. What the fuck is <laughs> happening? Okay. Um, follow that up, Charlie. <laughs> Mine is can vegans swallow sperm? Because <laughs> it's it's technically animal product, okay? But I feel like morally, being a vegan is because you don't want to harm animals, right? Uh-huh. That is like probably the most common reason people become vegans is because they're like, I don't want to eat animals. That's so sad. Oh, but you're making the person mm-hmm. that gave off the animal products feel good so like (laughs) if you're a vegan please let me know do you swallow or do you spit does it count i need to know um this is way off topic but i googled the bomb like the bomb threat at my school yeah there was a bomb threat at your school well there was a bomb in my school what yeah my high school there was Someone put a bomb. It didn't go off because it wasn't made well, but there was, like, shrapnel and stuff in it. And uh, someone saw it smoking and thought that someone's someone had, like, a vape in there that was just, like, firing off. So they were going to, like, help them out, help a, help a homie out and, like, move it, but noticed that it was a bomb and, like, ran to the office and was like, there's a bomb. Holy fuck. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. When was this? Uh, so my sophomore year of high school, so I was down in St. George. Wait, so you were still in school? Well, I, it was during lunch, so I was off campus, but when I came back, everyone was, like, immediately sent to the football field, and they had, like, bomb dogs check underneath everyone's car, and... Holy shit. Yeah, we were there for, like, four hours. That's crazy! the longest school day I ever had. <gasps> I googled that. I posted on my Instagram. There's like a thing basically talking about what had happened. That same year someone had, I don't know what exactly they did. It was a different high school, but like an ISIS threat. (gasps) But they think it was a teenager being a stupid teenager. Okay, so it wasn't really like... Not actually ISIS, no. Okay. But still, still scary. Yeah, horrifying. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, okay, without saying what the category is, what is your top five? Can we, can we maybe go to the comments first? Yeah. So then I can get some ideas. 228, 511-77-329-90. Top five days when my parents still loved one another. <laughs> Kansas City, Denver, Chicago, Oklahoma City, Wichita. Top five places that make you think, you know what? Maybe this meth stuff is worth trying. <gasps> Cigars, dogs, guns, modeling kits, booze. Top, th- top things your significant other will bond with you over is you live your best life together. Psych. Type top five reasons my wife left me for another dude. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me see. Um. Five. Wait. Seven days. Five. Fifteen. Seventeen. Eighteen, twenty-one. No, twenty. My bad. Not twenty-one. Are these all days? Uh, ages. Ages. Yep. Do it again. 
Uh, okay, sorry. Let's try this one more time. Seven days. Okay. Five. Fifteen. Mm, I think I was sixteen. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, twenty-one. I think that's six, but okay. Oh, okay. Um, then throw out one of the teens. <laughs> ages are the most traumatic things ever happening to me. <laughs> You were seven days old when what happened? My biological father had only held me twice in those in uh twice in those seven days and then left my mom. <laughs> That's why you guys call him a sperm donor. Uh-huh. Jesus. <laughs> That's horrible. I know. Such a good category though. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay. Knees. Hips, back, neck, shoulders. Parts of your body that hurt on a regular basis. Yes, I am an old woman. (laughs) That one was hard. That one was hard. (laughs) Dude, the amount of times I've had to explain to people, because every time I end up working a swing shift, I have someone, like, by the end of the shift be like, are you limping? And maybe like, yes. yes, I've climbed too many stairs today. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I have tendonitis in my knees. So especially in winter, my knees just get like swollen mm-hmm. and then they hurt. Um, <laughs> next. Okay. You have just been cheated out of $1,000 for a stupid brick. How do you take revenge? Oh, shoot. Sell the brick for a thousand and one dollars. <laughs> Do the same thing, but to somebody else. Uh, I don't know. Bash whoever sold me the brick in the head. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. That's hard. I would grind the brick up into like a nice little powder. And then I would bake it into something. Like a loaf of bread some cookies. I don't know. And then I'd be like, I just wanted to thank you for your brick and give them the brick cookies. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. And then they just eat a lot of dust. Mm. Ha! Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a little something else in there. Rob them with the brick. Okay. Uh, so so say we go with your idea. Okay. Right? We grind it into a fine powder, bake it into cookies, um, and say we replace the ingredient for flour with the brick. We replace the chocolate chips with the chocolate laxatives. Oh, I like that. I don't know. $1,000 is a significant amount to me right now. So, like, I'm, like, really angry, and my thought is murder. I know. <laughs> Oh, okay. Dating app. This is the last one. I don't think this one made it onto the last. Oh, yes, it did. Okay. A new dating app is launched. Instead of a photo of the person, it shows you a photo of their bedroom, car, kitchen, shoes, how they have their tea or coffee, things like that. What photo would you t- would tell you the most about someone and would you be the most interested to see to choose a potential date? Oh, sorry. I made a lot of noise. You're good. Um, wait, scroll back up to the question. I think the bedroom or the car is the most telling. <laughs> and I don't think I would get very many dates if that was what I was showing people. <laughs> <laughs> because they're horrid. Um, but then, you know, if like they're a neat or clean person and a lot of people say like, how clean or organized your room or car is tells you how clean and organized your mind is. Like it's, it shows how you're doing internally um, via an external visual aid, I guess. So based on that, I am not doing well internally. Me neither. <laughs> I am unwell. Um. 
I think I would want to see photos of what they eat on a weekly basis. Oh, yeah. That could also be reason for concern or something super attractive. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. If I'm seeing someone eating a lot of home-cooked meals, I'm going to hop on that. I'm going to be like, hello, please cook for me on a weekly basis. Thank you. If they eat like me and eat cheese sticks, frozen burritos, a chip here and again, and a hell of a lot of snacks, then I'd probably swipe. How do you swipe away? Left. Yeah, I'd swipe left. <laughs> but that means that I have higher standards than I can reach. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. I also think it's like that's something that could be very helpful, like a week's worth of food, because then you know, like, if they like the taste of food, if they're eating for a body physique, if they don't have time or energy to eat properly, you yeah. know, because I I don't even think I would swipe right if it was just chicken and rice and eggs. I wouldn't either. I'd be like, um, so you're obviously eating to look good, but I don't think I could eat this every day with you. <laughs> like, it's so boring. So bland. I don't understand. I mean, if they had chicken and rice and eggs in a good chunk of the food, but then they had like a fancy pasta or like a stir fry or, you know, something more exciting. Ew. It's a Roland hair. Yep. It was in my throat. Uh-huh. But but if like if they mix healthy food with exciting food, I like that a lot. Yeah. Or even like I feel like so many people just go with like the basic unseasoned chicken and unseasoned rice. Uh-huh. If it's like well-seasoned chicken and like Fun. rice with like gravy or vegetables or something like that in it, I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. You can do healthy meals without it being bland and disgusting. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyways, that's the last question I had. Um, should we wrap up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Um, I will be back soon with another episode. I've had a lot going on, so I've been a little inconsistent, and I'm sorry. We're trying our hardest out here. But a huge shout-out to McRae Music for writing our theme music, and I hope you guys all have a good day. Doodles.